Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer with Best of Us Investors. Uh, I've been seeing some videos and reading some articles uh, questioning, is there going to be a real estate crash? I'm involved in real estate. I'm developing 46 lots uh, just about a mile and a half down the road here. And for homes in the neighborhood of four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars, and when I saw this noted YouTubers basically giving me a history lesson on uh, real estate crashes and suggesting that maybe we're looking at another crash as a result of foreclosures and forbearance coming off in June, uh, I was a little bit taken back because it's not anything that I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing a rush. If, if you've got a house and you can get somebody in it in the next 60 days, it's going to sell. Um, so, I wanted to clear the air, at least for my feelings and for my perspective, is there going to be a real estate crash? Is it a good time to buy real estate? Is it a good time to sell real estate? And I think the the the, the th true answer can be found in um, a book that I have read a number of times. Where is it here? Um, it's the Accidental Superpower, and it it talks about the demographics of our nation and that uh, we've got 79,000 baby boomers between the ages of 55 and 75, and then we've got an equal number or a little larger number of um, millennials who are wanting to buy their first home, and then we have issues that some of those millennials may get a relief on their student loans. All these things are pointing to a booming real estate market. I want to take you out to Hampton Gate, show you what I'm doing, and then relate to you my experience and, and what I think is going to happen in the real estate market, not only in the next five, ten years, but in the next six months. We've got some issues there uh, wrapped around interest rates and inflation and cost of lumber and cost of copper. So let's dig into it deep and let's get in the car and go out to Hampton Gates and we'll talk some more. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Is there going to be a crash in the real estate market? I don't really think so. I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. As I told you, I'm out here at Hampton Gates. I'm developing 46 lots out here. It's, it's new construction. And we've got uh, three houses under construction. Uh, they'll be done sometime in June. And then we have a fourth house that's a custom-built house that uh, we're just getting, we're just cutting, uh, excavating the ground down here. Um, but let's address, is there going to be a real estate crisis? Is there something that you need to be concerned about? I don't think so. And let me give you my perspective. The reason a lot of people are talking about a real estate crisis is that we think there's inflation. We see inflation uh, in the cost of lumber. To give you an example, that gray house there uh, with the stone front on it, I've got, let's see, somewhere in the neighborhood of about $6,000 worth of lumber in it. Now, I committed to the price of the lumber in January, uh, January or February of 2000, before there was a shortage of lumber. If I were to rebuild that house on that lot, 
right now, the same house, I would end up with probably about 20, today, I'd end up with about $24,000 in lumber. That's because the cost of lumber has gone up about 400%. So I would have to add to my price of that house about $18,000. That's inflation. But what I need to un you need to understand, that's a temporary situation. Why is there a shortage of lumber? Why is there a shortage of copper? Why is there a shortage of PVC? Well, it's because we, a year ago, shut everything down, shut the sawmills down, shut the forestry down because of the pandemic, and now we have a, a void in the supply chain that, we're, that was caused a year ago, but we're feeling the effects. Is that a permanent situation? No. No, as the pandemic is going away, the sawmills are opening back up, and more than likely, they'll overproduce over the demand, and, the, and I'll end up, rather than having 6000 if I wait, rather than having $6,000 worth of lumber in there, I'll have 5000 so it's a situation that's going to cor correct itself. So I'm not worried about inflation causing a real estate crisis. The next issue is then interest rates. Are interest rates going to go up? Yeah, probably. And, and right now, on that house, if I take out a 30-year uh, mortgage, mortgage for $350,000 at 3%, my monthly payment's going to be $1,000. $476 principal in interest. Let's assume that interest rates go up 10%. And uh, now the interest rate is 3.3%. Okay, now my payment is $1,533. It just went up $57. Is that going to stop me from buying that house? I don't think so. That's, that's, a, that's, that's an evening out uh, for dinner for my wife and I. And am I going to deny my, am I going to give up that meal or am I going to buy my family a house? I think I'll buy my family the house, okay? So that's not small potatoes though. If I put, project that $57 over 360 payments, the 30 year mortgage, that's $20,520. But I still don't believe it's gonna stop me from buying the house. So the next element I want to talk about is what does cause a um, real estate crash? Well, let's look back to 207. At, in 207, if I wanted to buy this house, I would put nothing down. Yes, that's what it would be. And rather than have a interest in principal payment, I would have an interest only payment for five years. Yeah, that's the mortgages they were giving, five years. Well. We knew at that point that real estate was going to appreciate in value. So if I could hold the house, if I could, if I could rent it, or if I could make a payment on it for five years, and, it, and real estate was appreciating at that time at about 9% a year, at the end of, of five years, when the balloon note came through, I would just sell the house, walk away with the profit. That was the mentality. And it was being facilitated by the banks and the mortgage originators. They were, they were not checking credit. They were not uh, requiring a 20% down. To buy that house today, unless you've got sterling credit, you're going to put 20% down. So if it's a $400,000 home, at the get-go, you got $80,000 worth of equity. If you got really good credit, you might get in for a 10% down. 
All right, so you still got 40%. Now, is there a way to get at zero down? Yeah, if you're a VA, if you can get a VA loan, if you're a veteran, you can get a zero down loan. There's going to be some upfront fees, but you can do that. Uh, so, but you're going to have to have good credit even to do that. So that's the situation that I see in the housing market right now and why I don't believe there's going to be a crash. And I don't think you should worry about it either. Okay, so let's look a little deeper and say, what about all this forbearance? All these people, and it's estimated to be 2.6 million homeowners that are in a forbearance situation. It's estimated that 10% of them are at least two months behind on their payment. Well, you need to understand that uh, it's not really in the bank's best interest to put them on the street. It's in the best bank's best interest to negotiate with them, look at their current financial situation. Are they going back to work? Are they going to be able to get back on their feet? Should we reduce their payment for six months? And then once they get back on their feet, then refinance the whole thing and put them back in. Or are we going to be aware that there's a whole new industry being developed right now to come in and step in and help these people who are going to get foreclosed? I would. It, there's a company by the name of Easy Knock who has raised hundreds of millions of dollars anticipating this and anticipating the opportunity to come in and buy the house from the bank at a depressed price and then rent the house back to the homeowner. Or consider that you have a homeowner who was in a $700,000 home and needs to come down to a $500,000 home where they can rent. They can make a $1,500 a month payment, but they can't make their current $2,500 a month payment. So there is going to be people who are going to step in and take over those those homes. My, the long and short of it, I just don't see a, a, a real estate crisis in our near future. Understand demographics. Uh, right now, there are 79 million baby boomers between the ages of 50, 55 and 75 years of age. They're wanting to downsize. They're wanting to move from a $700,000 home into a a uh, $400,000, rather than having a second floor master bedroom, they have a first floor bath master bedroom. They don't have a big yard to take care of. That's what I'm building. So there is a market for these. All I've got to do is get the subs here. You'll notice that um, there's no activity there. Why is that? There hasn't been any activity there for about two weeks. And that is because my subs are at home. Why are they at home? Because they have access to unemployment. And as I understand it, their unemployment is not taxable. So let's, uh, let's assume that uh, they can make $500 a week coming and doing, putting in the electrical and the plumbing that needs to be put into this house damn soon because I'm supposed to close on it on June the 1st uh, and getting the house done. But they aren't coming because they're getting $500 from the federal government, which is not subjected to federal taxes, as I understand, and they can make as much, if not more, sitting at home. So until that goes away, I can't get the house finished. And my buyer is renting, and he wants to move in June 
the first. And what is it? It's about June the uh, 13th. I've got uh, about 17 days to get a lot of work done there, and I got no subs. That's my problem. I'll work through that. Um, I'm not sure how, but the long and short of it is my take on this. There's not going to be a crash in the real estate market. We've got the demographics. The other, the other issue that you need to be aware of, um, there's legislation or there's conversation right now that you might, as a 28-year-old who has $40,000 in education debt, you might get a credit for that $40,000 if you apply it to buying a new house. This is legislation that they're talking about. Is that going to cause a crash in the real estate? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're good. I'm confident my 46 lots are in good shape, and I've got a business here for, right, say, in the next three years. All right. Uh, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. Uh, we have a tribe uh, where we talk about get in more depth. In fact, we're going to create a a uh, university course, Best of Us University course, on how to analyze property like this and make and, and come to a conclusion if there's a foreclosure in your neighborhood, should you buy it and lease it? Uh, that'll be coming out in June. We've got it put together. We've got the, the classes done. We just got to get it on our website. And um, I'm, I want to make that available to you. So you can make better investment decisions, you can learn how to keep more of what you make, and you can build family wealth. And real estate is a fantastic way to build family wealth. So I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Um, we're going to look at how you can improve your life in investing.